Hello, and thank you for listening to Texas History for Kids. I'm your host, Michelle Gallegos, an educator, writer, history nerd, and novice investigator. Each week on the show, we will learn about interesting parts of Texas history, from battles and historical figures to the odd and enchanted. Hi guys, welcome back. This is episode five, entitled Polar Express, Train Robbers, and the Texas State Railroad. We're going in all kinds of directions on this one, but I think it'll be fun and you'll love what you hear. Hey educators and parents, are you looking for a way to engage your kiddos with listening or reading comprehension skills? Did you know that most of my podcasts have a link to free resources for listeners? Since every episode lasts under 15 minutes, there are easy ways to get a quick lesson in. Or you can even have them do something during small group or in between classes. Head on over to my website for some free resources that pair with this episode, michellegauthor.com. And that's Michelle with two L's. Do you believe in Santa? How about a magic sleigh ride to the North Pole? Well, I'm sure you've heard of the book, The Polar Express by Chris Van Alsberg. It's a Christmas staple in many elementary schools all over the United States during the holiday season. This classic beloved story is about a young boy who is unable to fall asleep on Christmas Eve and is invited to join a magical train ride to the North Pole. During his journey, he experiences dark forests, rides over tall mountains, and crosses a desert of ice. When the Polar Express makes its way to the North Pole, he meets Santa Claus and makes his Christmas wish. So what does this have to do with Texas? Well, Texas is home to the city of Palestine, spelled P-A-L-E-S-T-I-N-E. I looked up the correct pronunciation for this city because I wanted to make sure that I was doing it justice when I said the city name. And yes, many locals say Palestine, Texas, regardless of the spelling. Anywho, back to the city of Palestine. It is famous for its production of the Polar Express theme train ride. Throughout this vintage train ride, riders experience decorations spilling over with tinsel, costume characters who play their parts well from the movie, and beautiful lights you can't take your eyes off throughout the whole ride. It's really a child's dream come true, or even an adult's dream come true. I think it's a very fun adventure for anybody, really. Everyone who rides is encouraged to join the night's theme by wearing their pajamas. Every coach or passenger car on the train becomes a stage for a live musical performance as the cocoa chefs serve up hot chocolate and cookies while dancing and singing along. Upon arrival at the North Pole, at the end of the train ride, Santa and his elves will give everyone a silver sleigh bell that only true believers can hear ringing. Hopefully you can hear it. The Polar Express train ride operated by Texas State Railroad leaves the station at 5 o'clock p.m. where you get to enjoy a four-hour, 25-mile railroad journey through the piney woods of East Texas, crossing through 24 bridges over different creeks. The Texas State Railroad prides itself on maintaining an authentic experience for more than a century ago. Check out their website at texasstaterailroad.net for more information on the Polar Express ride. 
So what is the history of the Texas State Railroad, you ask? Well, it all began in Rusk, Texas, where the Texas State Railroad was founded. At the Railroad Depot, a beautiful rock building serves as the train station. It was built by prisoners in 1883 to transport timber and iron ore from the East Texas jail. Iron ore was very useful in Texas because it is used to make things like steel wire fences, shipping cables, staples, door screens, and your average nuts and bolts. Between 1885 and 1887, Rusk prisoners made most of the indoor cast iron ornaments that we see in the Austin Capitol building today. Pretty neat. They're from the 1800s. The railroad offered regular passenger and freight service from 1907 to 1921. Prison inmates who had constructed the entire line made up the train crew, except for the engineer, during, most, during much of this period. By the 1960s, the use of the Texas State Railroad dwindled down. And in 1972, the Texas Parks and Wildlife took over the train and prisoners were again used to construct and rebuild the railroad to what we see today. Also built on the location is the Mail Car Cafe, where patrons can dine inside a 100-year-old mail car that is perched along the railroad tracks. Some local favorites to eat include pulled pork sandwiches, burgers, and chicken fingers. So back to the mail car. In the United States, there used to be a train that transported mail. It was called a railway post office. It was just a rail car on a normal passenger train with staff members who sorted mail to make a speedy delivery. Regular passengers were not allowed on the trains when the rail car was being used by the post office. Only highly trained postmen were allowed to ride and clerks were issued guns to discourage train robberies of the mail that was being transported. Back in those days, transporting goods by train was the easiest and fastest way to get things to your neighbors. And oftentimes it held very valuable goods. So train robbers took advantage of that. One of the most famous train robbers in Texas was Brack Cornett, who was one of the leaders of the Bill Whitley gang. They robbed banks and trains in the Southwest and Texas in the 1880s. The gang had robbed four trains in the area of South Texas and attempted to rob the Southern Pacific train, but they didn't expect the Texas Rangers would be on board the train waiting for them. Sadly, the Bill Whitley gang were able to get away and robbed yet another train down the road in Flatonia, Texas, a few days later. Then on September 25, 1888, the gang was trapped in Floresville, Texas, where U.S. Marshals killed one of the members. Brat Cornett got away again, However, a few days later, he wasn't so lucky and was shot by the marshals this time. Luckily, the Texas State Railroad was not one of the trains robbed by the Bill Whitley gang. From the middle of the 19th century, many American railroads earned a ton of money through contracts with the U.S. Post Office Department. So why was this so important to the railroad? Well, the mail business allowed the railroad to make more money than by just hauling passengers. This is why it was so important to keep robbers off the railroads. As I mentioned, the Texas State Railroad was not part of the mail car railway system, and reports of a train robbery have never been reported on that train. I just thought it would be interesting to discuss it since we talked about trains today. In 1972, the
the Texas State Railroad was designated as a state park to operate tourist trips like the Polar Express train ride between Palestine and Rusk, Texas. They also offer a few other trips throughout the year. The Texas State Railroad and Rusk, Texas is also a famous spot where movies have been recorded. There have been at least 35 films featuring the Texas State Railroad over the years, including documentaries, commercials, TV series, and short films. The most popular was a TV series on Paramount Plus called 1883, which is a Western drama featuring country music stars Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, who are also married. And it also features the famous actor Sam Elliott, who can be seen in many Western films. Currently, the railroad is only used for tourist purposes and only has two running steam and diesel locomotives. A locomotive is another word for a train. There are other railroads in Texas that offer Polar Express rides, including Galveston Railroad Museum and North Pole Express in Grapevine, Texas. Well, today we talked about a few things, including the Texas State Railroad, an awesome Christmas book called Polar Express, which is now a movie, as well as some train robbers. I kind of went a few directions in this episode, so hopefully you guys didn't mind. This week's question is, Trains are still a huge part of moving equipment and material throughout our country. Imagine life without the railroad system. What do you think it would be like? Send an email with your answer and I just might feature it in a future episode. michellegallegos.author at gmail.com As always, please leave a review. I don't run ads on my podcast because quite frankly, I don't have the listener's reach at the moment. So I just ask that you share the show with your friends who might find it interesting. Don't forget to grab the freebies listed on the show notes for every episode or visit my website, michellegauthor.com. Do you know something about Texas that you'd like to learn more about? I'm all ears. Send me an email about that too. Remember, yesterday is today's history. 